This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Forever. Dog. Do not go gentle into that good night. Poetry, I feel, is a tyrannical discipline. I was trying to tell a story. The book came to me in a sort of a haze. This is how to write a good short story. No hope, just booze and madness. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness. Now, lend me your ears. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Literati, a podcast about books and the idiots who write them. We're your hosts and best friends, Colin and Michael. Exactly. Don't think of us like stuffy teachers or academics forcing you to learn and reflect. Instead, think of us as your close personal buddies who invite you into their homes to listen to them talk without letting you speak. And since we're all such good friends, could we borrow some money? Like 20 bucks, maybe, each? Yeah, uh, we could really use it. Uh, the money to buy books, uh, pay rent. It'd be so dope of you. I mean, thanks in advance. Anyway, we're here to be your literary experts. I'm Michael Wolf, creator of the world's first do-it-yourself book series on masturbation. And I'm Colin O'Brien, and I've read every single book ever written about Spider-Man. <laughs> I just love that little guy. Now, today we have a very exciting author who we'll introduce you to in just a moment. But before we do, we wanted to take a minute to talk to you about some writing fundamentals. You know, a lot of times on this podcast, we're so excited to dive into the nitty gritty of storytelling that we gloss past some of the basic stuff. And our advanced listeners love that. They sure do. But some of you are beginners, and that's okay, too. So we're just going to run down our list of seven fundamentals for new writers. Great. So here's the first one. When you're setting out to write, choose the biggest words possible. Mm -hmm. This is a great way for people to know that you're smart. I'm talking 10, 15, 18 syllables. Oh, man, as many letters as you can cram in there. The more complicated a piece of writing is, the more it has to say probably. You want your sentences to sound like an obstacle course. Yes, you should obfuscate your point by putting obstacles into the, you know, book that you're writing. Sent whatever. Whatever <laughs> the sentence is. Number two, death equals drama. So kill off at least one character per page. You want people to be reading this book, so you gotta give them the good stuff. Yeah, no less than one character per page should die. Everybody freaked out when Dumbledore died in the Harry Potter series. Spoilers. Uh, so imagine how cool it would have been if Dumbledore had died right away. Yeah. And then the next page, you start falling in love with another character. Boom. Dead. Dead. And that also helps you when you're writing and you're like, oh man, I've been writing this whole... Story so far about Sophia, who is planting a garden. I don't really know what's going to happen next. I could develop her as a character and give her a rich in her life. Or one of the plants could be poison and she dies. <laughs> I'd choose that. Exactly. Next one. Don't edit. Don't do it. That's what editors are for. You're a genius and your raw thoughts are gold as they are. I think that one's self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, next one. 
Expect immediate success. If you don't expect it, why should you get it? It's important if you're a, a new writer or someone beginning the process of, of working on a book to really set your goals high. Get those expectations way up there and sort of stake everything you've got on your ability to make it as a writer. Yeah, if you're not putting it out into the universe, you're not going to get it back. And not only that should you expect fame, glory, money, but you deserve it quickly. Yeah. You know, people say don't have a backup plan. That's mm-hmm. the way I live my life. I have really been teetering on the edge for a long time, and that's the only way I've gotten anything I've ever gotten. Here's another one. Don't read. You have got to keep your mind primed for your own words. So, you know, if you're reading another book, if you're reading Dante's Inferno, and then you're writing your story about Jeff, a grocery clerk who's attracted to his own car, you're going to soon find out, oh, why is he being led through hell? It's because you're reading somebody else's work, and it's influencing your work. Yeah. That being said, TV is fine. Oh, yeah. You got to get, you know, you got to get fun somehow. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff yeah, out there. Yeah, right you're going to love Check it. it out. You're going to love it. Ugh. And ne- it's a good way to, to keep yourself from writing when you need a break. Just watch just one half hour of TV. Exactly. Number six. Try all caps. See what happens. Why not? Yeah. Could be fun. Yeah. If, you, uh, if you're reading back your writing and you're like, oh, this is kind of boring or flat, try rewriting it in all caps. Yeah. I've never seen it done. I think it'd be pretty cool. I think that would be pretty cool. Or even alternating caps, lowercase, the whole book. Oh, and each letter is a different color and a different font. <gasps> now that would be a psychedelic experience. And again, these are basic fundamentals of writing that you'd get in any creative writing yes. class. <clears throat> and our last piece of advice, only write one copy. It's all you need. Just one. Supply and demand, baby. If you're saving what you're writing, if you're printing multiple copies, they immediately become less valuable. So just have one handwritten copy and make sure to put it somewhere personal and safe, like on the hearth above your fireplace. (laughs) Or tuck it just underneath all the logs on your fireplace so it's hidden and no one knows where it is except for you. Yeah, exactly. Or or put it in um, a plastic bag in that top part of your toilet. The tank, that's what it's called, in the tank of your toilet. So those are just ways that you can kind of get on the right track when you're starting out as a writer. Um, And fortunately, Colin and I have been writing for a long time, so we get to break all those rules. Oh, yeah, that's the beauty. Uh, Once you've been at it a while, uh, you have all the rules. They're in your bones. You can start to break them like my bones in my body that I break all the time. Well, you've uh, been doing a lot of BMX. (laughs) I love it. He loves it. He puts the X in BMX, and the X stands for extreme. (laughs) Now, our reader for today uh, also tends to break the rules, and we're talking about the rules of structure and form. He is uh, not a fiction writer. In fact, he is a very popular poet. You probably have read his writing in the New England Review, the New Yorker, even the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal. Journal, places that don't typically publish poetry have made an exception for him. We're so excited to have him. Please welcome Anthony Table. Good night. Good night. Jump now's, on in. Now's okay. Jump on this in there. This is a great yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to great. say your hey, name. Is great. Get on in there. <laughs> uh, a classic poet's reservation. Yes, I mean, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anthony, it's so great to have you here today. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, and I'll I'll just get this out in the open uh, just to clear the air. Michael and I hate poetry. Oh, no. Absolutely hate it. Just as a form uh, of artistic expression. We hate it. it, As opposed to... (laughs) 
All other shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And paintings. Uh, it just confuses us, but we are so excited to have you. Well, here. it's yeah. a good challenge for me then, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you can win us over, honestly. Honestly, you'd be doing something no one else has done. Okay, yeah. wow. Well, you set the <laughs> set the stakes kind of high. But that being said, we love our guests. We love you. We're so happy <laughs> to have you. And you've traveled quite a bit to be here today. That's right. Yeah. Uh, typically, I live in Northwest Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say exactly the city just because I don't want press to come. You understand. Yeah. I try to keep sure. a pretty Is it low Acton? key. Uh, yeah. Okay, I won't press any further. Thank you. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. <clears throat> so, <laughs> can you cut that? Because it's definitely that. It is. It, it is, is that. It is yeah, active. we will cut that. For okay. Sure. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a no nice problem. town, though. It's a beautiful town. It's beautiful. Yeah. And you could get into Boston in what, like 15 minutes on the T? 15 if you're lucky on the T. Yeah, that's nice. I haven't been lucky in some time, if yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> what street in Acton? Uh, and again, we're cutting this. Arden. Off. Arden, okay. Arden yeah. Street, okay. Wow. What number yeah. are you like? 1261, Arden North Arden Circle. That's a nice area of town. It's great. Yeah, I've been there, yeah. Do you um keep a lot of stuff in the house? Yeah. I mean, a, a decent amount. Yeah. Sure. You know, I have three kids, so Oh, yeah, that's they a lot tend of stuff. To be, I, yeah. or or I have three pack rats. <laughs> uh, oh, <okay. laughs> and you have like a spare key you keep underneath like a yeah, welcome yeah, mat yeah, or yeah. A there's a there's a uh, there's a little stone uh I guess sign you would call it, it says welcome <laughs> cool. right yeah. under that. There's oh, a nice key. Oh, I can so nice. It's like I can picture it. It's great. Yeah, uh, yeah, I see your your eyes are closed. Yes, I'm a Mac guy. I'm a Mac guy. Like one of the home desktops, the big I have an old iMac, yeah. An old iMac. How old? 2015. I mean, it's connected to the internet okay great. oh that'll do okay really, yeah, that yeah. Works. it works yeah uh and uh got a like a security system it sounds like a nice I house adt adt yeah okay complicated code or no anything? no it's yeah. easy one two three four one two three, okay, okay cool great. yeah awesome anyway we're so glad to have you here uh very excited yeah, and very we want to know how a little bit about what you're going to be reading today and sort of you know set the anthony table as it were for your <laughs> reading please don't do that oh <laughs> so i've brought a collection of my work uh as you may know it's uh around my 45th anniversary of working in the poetic arts mm. so i've brought some poems with me that sort of span my career some a little more traditional, some a little more obscure. Colin, I think you'd like that. This guy with the cool beard, I think he'll like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, for our audience listening, I do have a cool beard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got a lot of those um, strands with beads in them. You know how sometimes people go on a vacation and they'll get <laughs> yeah. one piece corn of hair. Yeah, cornrows. Yeah, he's got a bunch of cornrows yeah. in his yeah. beard. Yes, with, with beads. beads and the rest, it's pretty long at this point, and I tuck the rest into my breast pocket just to so it doesn't get caught. Yeah, I thought he was a beach guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he's the host. He's the host. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, I love that band, the Beach Guys. Oh, sure, They're sure. Yeah. I've never heard. Of I'm picking up all these vacations. Oh, yeah, I'm picking up all these vacations. vacations. Oh, I'm picking up, up trash on, on the beach, beach now. now. <laughs> I'm picking up trash on, on my car now. Oh, <laughs> very uh, fun. Yeah, very Is that fun a poem? stuff. In a way, lyrics are poems. Mm, what? You, how so? So poem. So I got my MFA in. Uh, poetry and prose mm, oh. and now you two gentlemen are probably interested in prose of course yes now We're, we call ourselves prose prose as in professional prose we call ourselves the prose well, that, that is well, what, i'll leave it up to the that, readers that, to decide it, what it means. that was what we were calling ourselves for a good couple of years the professional prose until we realized that makes you sound like a, your prose yeah you are prose we, we, are pro, we realized that's what i'm saying we are pros. no professional, professional we we, prose you're a human you're not we okay. are yeah okay. we didn't realize you could shorten the word professional for a good couple of years so we were saying the full thing for a while okay and then well it, 
Yeah. That makes, okay. Why not? <laughs> so you're not a prose prose. You're a poetry prose? Uh, okay. Think of it this way. Uh, a poem is a short story. Hmm. Okay. Very, very, it's untraditional in most. And a short story is a book that you gave up on? No. Okay. okay. I mean, I've written a number of novels. I'm sure you've done your research. I'm sure you know I've, I've written a number of novels. Oh, uh, yeah. The Duck's Back. The, that was one of my favorites. The Duck is back. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to give traction. The Duck is back. Right. That was a very, very sad story. It is. In, indeed. It was somewhat autobiographical. But I just want to uh, set, set the tone right here that a poem can be anything. Uh, and that's one of the things I hate about them. Okay. Fair. Because I can't tell when it is one and when it isn't. And it's very frustrating to me. So a poem can be anything. Yes, okay. sure. I mean, it, it's one of the things where you look at an abstract painting and you say, well, that's that's nothing. I can't do that. But then you speak to someone who knows what they're talking about and they tell you, no, this is actually important art because a number of people have said it is. Oh. Mm, okay. That's like how if we were just people talking about literature and getting a lot of facts wrong we would just be idiots but since we have a podcast and the backing of a network suddenly we are pros pros exactly well i wouldn't go that far (laughs) so um anything can be poetry what kind of things are poetry for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah sure so um you were saying this is uh, one of the few times we've had a guest uh (laughs) ask us to rephrase our question but not for lack of trying. <laughs> so um, you say that anything can be poetry. So what kind of things are poetry for you? Primarily poems. Okay. Yeah, I get that. And would you like to read one now? That'd be great. Wonderful. <clears throat> this is why I hate poets. So this is one of my earlier poems. Uh, this is called Solid Memories. <clears throat> Ice skates. A weed whacker. An old blender full of mulch, a cup of pens barely touched, my son's friend's bike, all for sale, price to go, 1261 North Arden Circle. Okay. Okay, yeah, see, now that that seems like it it might be like a Craigslist ad or an ad you take out in the paper, like a... Yeah, I got that, but I also, and tell me if I'm off the mark here, Anthony Table, but... It felt like you were going through this litany of objects that seemingly uh, were abandoned, but yet maybe there were memories there. Maybe there was a story. Oh, okay, Very okay. Good. Very good, Okay, Michael. I think I'm starting to get it. It's sort of like all things must go, all things must pass. We can't take any of it with us when we go. That's, that sort of- I mean, I'm fine with that interpretation. I think, you know, as a, as a poet, I'm not going to stand here as the authority of what this poem means. Uh, I will say that the title, Solid Memories, definitely indicates towards Michael's interpretation, mm-hmm. but okay. that that's the point. So Michael won that one? No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. Chalk that up for me, uh, Producer okay. Tracy. Okay. Take, I am Don't draw one. Okay, okay. You drew one. I'm feeling really good, and I'm actually ready for another okay. So poetry is not hey, a contest? I'm going to come back from, uh, okay. from behind. We'll see, because hey, I'm the that dog. out of nowhere. <laughs> okay. May I read? May I read? Another? Sure, and then I've got something to say. This is called a candle, boastful and giant. Huh. Of all the dreams to forget in a flash, yours is the first. The dream of you waiting for a bus, waiting for, for, an answer to the ever-present question, how? 
How can I be both flame and stowaway when you are softened to forget? My shed is full of really nice stuff. You'd be surprised. Come out and grab these deals. 1261 North Arden Circle is where my shed sale is. Okay. okay. All right. Huh. Okay. So the beginning part seemed to be about a candle you wanted to fuck. Excuse me? And then the second... Or, or be fucked by... Yeah, no. sure. Sorry, depending yeah. on the size and shape and your relationship to it. Mm-hmm. And then it was some sort of sad stuff about maybe somebody who didn't love you anymore. Okay. And then the last part... This is typically not how a poetry reading works, by the way. There's not a... Somebody reads it and then a bunch of people pitch their suggestions... Correct. ...what it's about. Correct. Well, they, I think they should be. That would I, help us get to the bottom faster. I think it's a reflection on time. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, Are I we think thinking one-to-one? One? No, there's no score. Don't write... Okay. okay. Well, uh, I, I'm... I think I just tied it up, Michael. I don't know about that. I'm pretty sure still that this is the stuff about the shed at the end made it feel like your whatever the beginning part was was less important than you trying to get people to your place to buy stuff that you have. Okay, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Where, where, where? These poems were in like the New Yorker and the that one was correct. Yeah, a candle same as it is written now, same version. They didn't have any edits. That's correct. Huh. Okay. Oh, well, you know what? That's just, I, I, I am I am moved. I did feel some things. Uh, Thank you very joy, much. Joy, a little bit of sadness, and then anger near the end. Uh, hmm. But that's just, that's what art can do. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, sometimes art can feel like a betrayal. Oh, speaking of art, uh, I, Colin, wanted to tell you that I used our budget for the show. You know how we got a budget? Uh, the budget that we're supposed to run everything by each other before yeah, we exactly. spend it. Yeah, exactly. It's $6,000. We have it for the next like two years. Great. And so you, you're you here to ask me if I've you can got get... great news. You're I gonna... found the perfect thing. I found a soundboard and it's big and it's wooden. It was uh, handmade okay. by a person and you select all of the, you give them a bunch of suggestions of words and sounds yeah. and stuff and he makes it into a soundboard okay. that then we can have here and I pulled it out and I've got it. So now we've got a soundboard oh, that so, we can use. So now, so oh, for the that's, podcast. That's, uh, I've never, so they, they, they gave it to you to show me so you could run it by me before actually paying for it, right? It was handmade for us, can't be returned or altered, and the sounds that we got are permanent. And I have not listened to them yet, so I'm very excited. Michael, that's all the money we had. Shh. Did you like that one? What the hell was that? Did you shush me? Yeah. Shh. That's a librarian's shush. Okay, so when are we supposed to... When are we supposed to use that... Michael, you can't just... You can't just go spending... Michael, all financial decisions we have to make. To Michael, stop! Will you just? We need to make these together. Because spooky wind. When are we supposed to use spooky wind in the podcast, if Michael? Silence. If there's a silent moment and we want it to feel like there's, you know. Uh, ooh, silence. I just thought that that, what I wrote, so I gave the person a bunch of different things. So obviously okay. librarian shush, he gave me two options. I think for the howling wind, the word I gave was contemplation. And so obviously there's no sound effect for that. I don't know. I, Anthony, you probably are loving these. Yeah, that's quite interesting. You're a poet. So if I was to play the sound and you were to read a poem over the howling wind, that would probably be pretty cool, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, great. And then I'll just be intermittently playing sounds from the sound effect board. Michael, seriously, though, from now on, you have to run. Shh. Just read your poem. Okay, sure. Oh. 
Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> so this is a... Uh, okay. I said yes, but now... Okay. This poem is called... You're gonna just switch them in... It's just gonna be the same one looping. Okay. To have and to behold. A children's slide, still usable. A set of mugs, basically new. Camera and batteries, a loose table. Assorted ceramics from Amanda's pottery class. Five to six keychains of blue stained glass. These things are for sale. I'm selling the things from my shed. Please come buy the things that I'm selling from my shed. 1261 North Arden Circle. All right, I didn't think I liked the gunshot at the end. <laughs> wow, okay, so that poem uh, got really specific. I love the specific imagery. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, it's about drawing a picture or uh, painting a painting in someone's mind. So thank you. Mm. Could I, what was the, uh, the third line? The third line? Yeah. Let me take a look. Because that one really stuck out to me. The third line is camera and batteries. Yeah. How, a loose table. How much does the camera batteries go for? That was, I think, uh, let me think. That was, we definitely got rid of that. Because if the, oh, it's already sold? That was sold, yes. Oh, shoot. Because wow. I was going to say some of these things, like I could, I'm looking to get into photography. Colin oh, needs cool. new headshots. So I would love to pick that up. If for that is for the back covers of my books. Oh, yeah, very yeah. nice. Very Author nice. Author portraits, yeah. You know, I actually didn't go with one of those. I had an anthology published in 2002 and I decided not to have a photo of myself. Did you have anything? In, no, I. Did you, did you have anything in, instead of the photo of yourself? Yes, yes. I, I had a, a short uh, blurb, you would call it, as a, as a reason as to why a photo in this oh. point would be inappropriate. But it was still in like a little yes, square. It, it looked like a human. It was a yeah. shape to, of you. And it, it was me. It was just one of those filters that make it look like, like a... it's all words. Yeah, so it yeah, looks exactly. like it's Okay, I've seen those uh, on the internet, like uh, words that they yeah. sort of shape into a yeah. picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it just explained why... A photo of me would be inappropriate. Yeah. And why would it be inappropriate? Because it's uh, not a television script. I think uh, oh. those of us who are still fighting for the written word want to do so unencumbered by any sort of multimedia. Yeah. Let's, let's put it that I way. I totally agree with that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. Dis- I was laughing, I was laughing at your stack of books. This is. Then you shot me that I see. Smile. I'm gonna have to disagree with that. I think more books should have pictures, and I've always, I've always taken that position. More pictures in books. Mm-hmm. I mean, Instead I guess this is where you and I disagree, Colin. Well, if a picture's worth so. a thousand words, then if you've got a thousand-page book and each one has one picture on it. And that's what, 10 million <laughs> words? I think that's a 10 million words. And again, we've we've said on this podcast before, we are we are words guys, not numbers boys. Yeah, we're sure. pros pros. Yeah. Yeah. Pros, pros. I don't think you know what that would mean. Okay. I fuck I'm this big wooden thing I'm gonna move off the table. Please don't, because it will break. Okay. Uh, and that's the and page. Michael, being can I just Yeah. Can I just, is there any way we could get like a refund on this that we can like go back to the you person You haven't you, even heard half of these yet. I know, but Michael, really Michael, good. You, like I, I I've, can't stress this enough. You can't make these decisions without me. I, I think we need to like What would this. you have spent the money on, huh? Why I, are you asking me? <laughs> yeah, why are you asking? What would you have spent the money on, Anthony? You're I so know. good. You're a poet. You've got a poet's sensibilities. Uh, what, how much money? $6,000 for two years. So a approximately three thousand dollars a year again we are not numbers boys we are words men i mean for starters i think we could have gotten a lot of the stuff from anthony's shed sale wait what do you mean 
Well, all the stuff you that not, you're getting yeah. rid of in the, yeah, in the poems. That you're, gentlemen, that was a poem. That uh, the, you, oh, that's very funny. You think that you think that in virtue of the poem that I oh that's that's rich. Okay, uh, that's very funny. How, how far apart were these poems written? I don't actually have the dates, but okay. I believe that the to have and to behold was ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Candle boastful and giant. That was out of Northwestern. That must have been 90- Northwestern. No, that's where I got my MFA. Oh, that's uh, that very was impressive. my perhaps uh, eighty nine. Are these separate shed sales, or is this just an ongoing? You are just right. throughout the years trying oh, to get boy. rid of stuff from your shed. <laughs> I, I suspect once you have listened back, you'll want to edit this out. I'm sure because right. what your gentlemen are suggesting is that poems uh, in every sense of the word shouldn't be taken literally. And I think that's, that's, I don't so, think you're meaning to say that. So you're taking away a point from Michael and I, so like there's now no we're, points. we're back so to, we're two zero? to two. No, there's I no think we're zero to zero oh, now. Because it was one to one before. What's the story, wishbone? What's this you're dreaming of? So why don't you I am tell coming us. around to these a little bit. They're pretty good, I, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm afraid I, of this board's going to shock me. There's a rampant there's sparks. Wires, <laughs> there, are, wires there are wires sticking everywhere. out of it. Yeah. yeah, and this wood is not like, I was expecting it would be like a polished piece of mahogany, but it, it looks just like looks an like old rotten, sailboat. rotten wood. And you are, you, you're... <laughs> That w- that was a literary uh, sound. Okay, bite. I some of the words I sent, like I I wrote love, romance because uh-huh. I was you know those are genres, those are themes in books. But I'm thinking that maybe that was a. Sounds yeah, a bit I'm like it sounds a, like a bit like a frog at the a beginning. Sexual of it. moan. I, is that the list? Can I see the list? Uh, the list you have, Michael? Sure. Is this the list you gave? Yeah, them? yeah, of course. Just. One of these pages just says "horny" written over and over again on it. Um, that I might have accidentally sent the wrong email. Hello, my name is Elder Price, and I would like to share with you the most amazing book. Okay, that's that's that Book the, of Mormon. Book of Mormon. Yeah, so I think that was just probably whatever he could find. Gentlemen, I'm disappointed with the way this interview has gone so far. I just want to say, okay, right, well, we can get, it back, we on back on Let's get, get it back on track. Let's get back on track. How do you write a poem? What is your process? Very good question. Works. Okay, so this is something that uh, I've been teaching for a number of years, uh, and this is something that I always like to jump into. So, think of a moment. You're standing. Did 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 both of you gentlemen grow up in a house with a garage? Yes. Um, yeah. we had a sub garage. What's that? Uh, technically it was below the house. A basement. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> and I had a garage. Does that count? That's a different pronunciation. That's fine. Okay. So, so that still works. Think of this. Okay. I got crushed. A garage door came down on my head and chonkified me. It, uh, it, okay. And think of this. Kind of just explain my what word chonkified means. Yeah. Or? Well, I used to be six mm. two, and now I'm five eight. So does that explain it? My vertebrae is flat. Okay. Well, so yeah, I know what a garage is. <laughs> okay, great. So picture, if you can, a moment when you were young. You're standing in the garage. What do you see in front of you? Uh, dead uh, horse. What color is it? Brown. Brown. Interesting. Brown. I was going to say blue, but then I thought that's stupid. That could no, never no, be. No, 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 no. That's not stupid. Think of this. A blue dead horse. Think of this. Standing in cave of car, dead horse, nearest, blue and brown. Standing eye, 
looked away. I have about a 130 uh, young adult novels in my shed that I'm looking to sell at a very low price. Uh, 1261 North Arden Circle. You can call me at 480-985-8036. Schedule a pickup. Lots of great stuff. Come on down. Please stop doing that. Is this sale still going on? Because there, there's some stuff I'd like I could use around. And the if house, I could I give could... you a note on your poem, um, I wish you were a little bit more specific because I would like to get some of these young adult books, but I'm not going to drive all the way to North Massachusetts to know what, you know, to not to, to pick up these books if I don't know. Hmm. Like, are these goosebumps or are these wayside schools? Very good point. So Babysitters I think sitters clubs. Yes, or, yes. Okay. I, so I think what what we've touched on, gentlemen, is that a poem in order to paint a vivid picture for the reader, need be specific. And if I may, uh, I have another poem that was in the same uh, the same anthology that I published. Sure, this but is... don't think you're getting out of answering the question of how you write a poem. Okay. I mean, if you want, I could just do that. No, no, no. Read no, no, the no, poem. No, 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 we'll... no, 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 no. You grabbed my leg and you said that. So here's what I'll say. Okay. The way to, the way to, the way to write a poem hmm. is think of an image and express it in the most clear way possible. That's it. Okay. Can I, I, can I try? Please. Spalding basketball. I mean, that's sort of an abs- mm. a, a more experimental, sure, but that sounds good. Okay. Okay, okay. I'll go. Rick Moranis, kind of short, frizzy hair, big glasses, nebbish, but you like him. Mm. Sadness behind those eyes, Rick Moranis. Where have you gone? What are the lies that hide you from us? When will you resurface again? Or has time taken you Hmm. on a journey? You were in Ghostbusters 1. And both, honey, I shrunk the kids. The end. That was fantastic. I don't know. That was great. I don't know. That was good. It felt weird. Why? Why? Because what's, mm, because, huh. Exactly. Mm. This is the thing. I feel stuff. Yes. But it's fuzzy. Yes, indeed. So I think that is the job of the poet. The job of the poet, gentlemen, is to contract the sense of understanding that we all have towards certain images. And when we do so, that's when we get true beauty. That's when we're doing true poetry. You know what I liked about Michael's poem? Hmm. It just said the end at it. A lot of poems don't say mm, the end. That's true. And then I don't know when it's over or just another poem. Is it a big, long one? or look, Where do they... That's true. That's true. And I actually have a sound effect that can help with that. It's a book opening. Hmm. Sounded like <laughs> a Is that fish. different than the book page that turning? That was different than the book... Did this guy double up and give me multiple from the same... Because we paid a lot of money. Take a look. It's in a book. I mean, maybe a we can get some rainbow. of the money back and then back and go oh, into no. like I mean, did, do you know that he cashed your check before he died? I had to pay him cash. I had to go this out see him. This thing is getting oil all over my bag. Yeah, it's yeah. leaking a lot. Yeah, you're, Michael, your I feet are in a puddle, and with all these wires that are coming oh, out we'll of we'll be the... fine. I can't imagine anything would go wrong. Okay. He all did right. die in an electrical fire. Was this Moments like... after I left. Wow. Yeah. Did you... <laughs> it's a... So the money might still be there. No, he spent it. I saw him moments spend it. before you. You he s- bought scratchers, dollar scratchers. Mm. 
$6,000 scratchers. Gentlemen, okay, I, I'm uh, not a numbers guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm positive you can do this later. Anthony Table, okay. will yeah. you grace us with another poem? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> okay. What was that? I don't know. Don't play it again. Well, I don't play it again so we okay. can listen. I think that she says book at the beginning. I was laughing at your stack of books. Then you shot me that smile. Mm. What was that one? Again, uh, I think he just found whatever sound effects you could find on free online. Do you online. know what song that was? Um, I was laughing at your stack of books. Dan Shea. I think it's from Dan Shea. I'll look him up. Okay, you read Anthony Table, and I'll pull out my laptop and look up Dan Shea. And no, this is not rude to look up. I think it is a little, but it, you know what? It's I'll, just I'll take... a poem. You've got like seven of them. Okay. Shut up. Okay. <clears throat> this is a more traditional poem, Colin. I know earlier I talked about a bit more of experimental. Finally. This has Thank a bit you. more rhyming. So I'll be able to follow this one? I think you've been gr- doing great so far, Colin. Okay. I just can't tell if your eyes are open. you got those big <laughs> shades on. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I like to wear sunglasses yeah. uh, when we record it. Uh, the podcast. You're a cool beach guy. Yeah, I'm a cool beach guy. Very cool. <clears throat> I'm picking up trash on the, the beach. Very Sorry. Nice. Anyway, yeah, you're This going. is called Winters of a Face or Two. In this life there is a bird longing to leave a small cage. In all our fears, a beautiful bird waits to escape. Fear is not a water log, nor a visitor staying along. Tis not a passing true, is instead a bird of blue. Fear itself, it can be said, is the real quirk of head. Come buy a birdcage that I'm selling from my shed. I live at 1261 North Arden Circle, and I'll make you a great price on the cage and anything else you want. Call me at 480-985-8036. Thank you. The end. Is that good? Yeah. Like the okay, now, now I know how to talk. my life. Where they, where they thank you? And then say it's the end. Yeah, that was fantastic. Thank I like you very that much. A lot. Thank it you. gave me a sense of um, confinement and mm. also a, a sense of lost freedom. Sure, sure. And then it gave me an idea for uh, a birdcage I could buy from you specifically. It does seem like a lot of your poems, there's a theme throughout your writing. Is that I'm, correct I'm, to you say? You know what? I, I, I will say this much. Uh, I'm definitely of... Uh, <laughs> Definitely of the McCarran school. I think you've probably pointed that out. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, we yes. can say that. Can I also ask? Uh, can you uh, can you give me that phone number again? Sure. And uh, from the poem. Yeah, it's four eight zero. Four eight zero. Nine eight five. Nine eight five. Eight zero three six. Okay, awesome. So yeah, just keep talking about your. Okay, poems. yeah, we'll we'll chat real quick. Yeah. So Anthony Table, um, I guess I'm wondering. Uh, you mentioned the McCarran's. Hold on one sec. Okay. Is this okay? Can I take this? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sure, yeah, we'll just pause the recording. Yellow. Hey, uh, I uh, just heard a poem about uh, a birdcage that apparently you're selling. Oh, sorry. That birdcage is long gone, my friend. <laughs> oh. If you know what I mean. <laughs> ah, shoot. Um. What kind of young adult novels do you have? Uh, I'd have there? to go check. At, in 1997, there was uh, You know what? Let me get back to you on that. There's some stuff. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just sort of, uh, you know, looking around for uh, some stuff just to put around the house. So uh, you got any other uh, 
Any I'm other at, thing? I'm so sorry to be rude. I'm actually uh, at a uh, audio radio recording right now. <laughs> so oh, I can give you a call okay. back later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, no worries. Was that so? <clears throat> okay. Um, I I guess I'm just noticing this theme, and it seems to be supported by the fact that you just took a phone call about things that you're selling out of your shed. No. Because if you are that, like I'm not. I'm truly not. I I sometimes get phone calls with this vague notion that if they wanted to get a screaming deal, they could give me a call, and I have a uh, lots of things in my shed I'm trying to sell. Uh, is, oh, is that why you don't want our listeners to know your exact address and why we're going to cut the, yes, the one it, that you gave it, us exactly, earlier? Exactly. Out? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I because I, I'm just saying like. Um, it seems like maybe your writing is being pulled in two different directions. You have, there's a tension there. And indeed. I think in order to have any poem resolved, you have to have an immediate sense of tension. And in my work, I try to not give you the whole thing. I don't want to spoon feed any of my readers, okay. if you understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, I, I guess all great characters, there's sort of a, you know, a... Uh, yin a, and yang, a yin and yang, a dichotomy. Yes. You know, there's a there's good mm-hmm. and evil inside of everyone. I'll there's you, a Gonzo and a Kermit. Exactly. Yes. Okay. A frog and a whatever. Yeah. Exactly. So I'll tell you what. I have a much more. This might be interesting for your listeners. I have a much more abstract, experimental poem. I would love that. Something a little bit this, less tactile, a little this bit I less did in the material in, world. Exactly. I, I have to stress to you, gentlemen, that I uh, was far from McCarran's route <laughs> at this point. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I uh-huh. Are you? Okay. I uh, was doing my MFA at the time, so ah, this is yes. very, very much what experimental. What is that? I've never found out what that stands for. It means Master of Fine Arts. Oh. oh, okay. I've been using that I, as motherfucking ass. Okay, I thought it was uh, those guys who like get in the ring and they like beat the shit yeah, out of like each Joe other. Rogue, that's, yeah. M- that's MMA. Yeah, that's MMA. Yes, that's that's sure. that stuff is so, that stuff is no freaking joke. Yeah, <laughs> where did so you oh, went to North? You it. went to I went to Northwestern. No, Northwestern, you got your MMA. Okay. MFA. Yeah, so okay, cool. well, yeah. you know what? I that I'm fine with people thinking that. Okay. <laughs> Those guys oh, are no man. freaking joke. No, yeah, no I got joke abducted into a UFC. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens did terrible that, things to me. That's very fun. <clears throat> okay, so this is a more uh, experimental poem, and okay. I've never been the same. This is called Far Away. A field of wheat. Feet of gold, feet of life, blue eyes staring back. You cannot go this way, you, you. You of only 19, you cannot go this way. Crow, why must you tell me who? Crow, please, oh please, be not I said to be of whom, Crow. For I am a camping ground, waiting on aunt of stone. Medusa is I, family I. Come on to me, that though family is nigh. I have three Buster Keaton DVDs that Jennifer's great uncle gave to us, and I'm selling these and everything else in our shed. 1261 North Arden Circle. You'd have to be wacky to pass this great sale up. Thank you very much. That, Mm. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a little bit weirder, a little bit more out there, more abstract. Yeah. Um, Yeah, sure. Oh, wait. I'm so sorry. Oh. Uh, Hey, uh, I just uh, give me one second. I heard about uh, sure. you have some uh, Buster Keaton DVDs. Uh, Who is this? Oh, uh, this is uh, Colin, just a guy uh, looking to get some Buster Keaton DVDs. Just Big a fan. regular old guy, huh? Yeah, just a regular guy uh, <laughs> trying to get uh, some Buster Keaton DVDs. Uh, I heard you have some. 
I might. I'd, I'd have to check. Okay. Yeah, if you can just get back to me. I was yeah. like, I was the guy who called earlier about the birdcage oh, and stuff. Yeah, I did um, tell you I was in the middle of something, but. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. Hey, uh, that's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm dying to make a sale. Okay, well, yeah, if you can just get back to me at some yeah. point, let me know what which Absolutely. DVDs you have. Yeah, because I, uh, I have the general already, but if you have some others, I'm You know what, the for... general holds up. It really does. The only thing that's interesting about the general is why is he a Confederate soldier? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, do you live in the Massachusetts area? Uh, I, I live on the border of Connecticut, Massachusetts, okay, so I'll, it's I'll a tell bit you of a drive. What, I'll tell you what, Colin. Yeah. Yes. Why don't I give you a call right when I hop out of this? We'll chat. Ah, it sounds great. That would be <laughs> okay. much appreciated. Thanks so much. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that. I just... Oops, uh, sorry. I, this this is really inappropriate of me. I should... Is it okay if I answer this as well? Yeah, I guess so. I'll just hang out. Okay. Hello? Hello? Yeah, is this Anthony? Uh, may, who may I ask is calling? Yeah, this is Frank. You sold me a lawnmower last week. Oh, uh, Frank! How are you? The whole thing you? won't turn on. Well, I told you, Frank. You what got... kind of scam are you pulling? Okay. You told me that it would work for up to 50... 15,000 miles, and this thing would barely go one patch in my yard. I told you, Frank, that as long as The you... blade flew out, nearly took my daughter's leg off. I didn't say the blade would stay attached, okay? I did say it would it would go 12,000 miles, but I uh, never said anything about the I want blade. my money back. I'm well, going to ride over there on this ride mower, and I'm going to chop you up and your whole family. Are you... What? Yeah, you better give me my money back or I'm going to make big trouble for you. Okay, how about this? We'll, we'll work something out. I'm sorry uh, about that. There's nothing. There's nothing you could give me that would make me satisfied because you have threatened the livelihood of myself and the safety of my children. Tell you what, you haven't seen inside my shed, okay? <laughs> Let's just say I have some stuff in there. Okay, you come over. How about this? How about I give you a call in a sec? I'm in the middle of a TV. Uh, I'll, g- I'll give you a call and we'll figure it out. In okay? the middle of a TV? I'm with some community service gentlemen. They're running something. Uh, but let me let me call you back. <laughs> I'm so- I'm sorry I yelled. I got um I get scared when my daughter is. Um, I have a daughter as well. So you understand. I very much. I understand. just I need her to be safe. She's the most important thing to me. Hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. You got any young adult books? Maybe. I'll, I'll have to get back to you. Okay, I'll swing by. Okay. Bye. Okay. Later. I'm so sorry about that, guys. I mean, it's uh. It's a it's little okay. rude. Yeah, it's a little rude. I mean, um, we don't have that much time. That's fine. Uh, you know what? It's just like it's important when somebody's talking to sort of respect what it is they're doing. Sure. Yeah, and just, you know, What's sort of be present. Your fingers are bright red where you're touching those buttons. <laughs> huh? Your fingers are red from where you're touching those yeah, buttons. Yeah, well, they've been um, burned pretty bad. Oh, yeah. The, the whole board like, is sparking now, it, and it's hot. It's hot. It's very hot. And can you... Can you let go of the board? It's stuck to my legs, and my lap is burning. And already my doctor told Ooh, me I was close to sterile. It's stuck to my legs, and my lap. I thought maybe you had a beginning of a haiku there. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I was just talking. <laughs> Very so, fun. Anthony Table, um, do you have any other poems for us today? Uh, I have a whole bunch. <laughs> okay, well, I think we have time for about one more. Oh, no. Yeah, it's... Sad, but we're getting to that time where okay. we have to meet well, how about this? and have our treasury meeting to talk about how the upcoming budget is going to be. Oh, what was that? Sorry, I'm getting texts. Okay, no, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, Colin and I have to stay. About anything yeah. in- important? I will be home. No, 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 nothing important. I will be okay. home soon. Text. Okay. Uh, how about Ooh, this? How yeah. about I? How about I give a couple haikus? Great. That nice was great. and short. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <clears throat> I just want to say I take inspiration at this point from Jack Kerouac's American haikus. Perhaps you're familiar with these. 
Jack Kerouac famously experimented with the form of a haiku, which is five cents. He was the slap chop guy, right? You host it. Okay. You know what? Not a problem. Okay. This haiku is called July 13th. Sun, golden knower, share the stories you have seen above history. That was good, and then I guess. A, and then there's oh, a note Chicago. that the shed sale is Saturday, July 13th. It's a haiku with a note below that's, it? That's correct. Just a little tag. Oh, sort of like a footnote? Sort yes. of, okay. Here's another one. Sun rising over docked boat. Yes, I am selling the things from my shed because I want to buy a nice boat. And Jennifer said, since we haven't opened the shed in about eight months, I could sell everything in it. 1261 North Arden Circle. Please come by at any time from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. My daughter Amanda will be there. If she's not there, give me a call at 480-985-8036. I'll be able to hop right out. Thanks so much. I just want to check. You'd the, be uh, wacky not to come down to this shed sale. <laughs> I just want to check the. Uh, yeah, 57575. Five, five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That okay. Yeah, that works. Well, Anthony Table, I have been so moved uh, by your writing and your poems. Thank uh, you very much. And again, this would be your last chance if you wanted to plug a sale or any sort of getting rid of some stuff. Like this is a pretty big platform. There are mm-hmm. a lot of people who would probably be jump at the chance. Most of to our fans are in of, the uh, Northwest uh, Massachusetts yeah. area. High concentration. Of I mean, I'm not. I'm not fully sure what you guys are getting at. Uh, this, this is your chance if you wanted to get yeah. anything. You know, plug this sort of. Well, I am have. I have a new collection of uh, poems. Oh, coming actually. Out. Don't say it yet, because, Colin, I think it's time for our favorite segment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are we back in it? We're back in it. Okay. This is the segment that we end our podcast with, and it's called Epilogues, or it's we called... We haven't come up with a name for it, it's but something, people love it. It's good, mm. it's fun, it's concise, and we're both on the same page with it, and we know what we want it to be. And okay. you're the first person who's voluntarily, without us Stepped asking to... It. to uh, created this yeah Yeah, so basically what we do is we go around and we share the name of an upcoming work in the first line so it's a fun little tease for something that's coming yeah so maybe you can would you like to go first if you were about to do that and this is with my own collection of yeah yeah, 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 yeah. okay yeah yes this uh collection of poems is called to the light yonder and then i just read i just tell you what the first line is yeah first line or or however much of it okay uh let me see if i can remember to light yonder Okay, the first poem within it is Puzzle of. So that is, um, here's all the stuff for sale. That's the first line. Okay. I definitely would keep reading that poem. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm not a big fan of poems, but here's all the stuff for sale. I would definitely keep reading that poem. Thank you. I want to know what stuff is for sale. Yes, right, right. Yeah. Wow. That's that's amazing. I'm very intrigued. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll go next. Um, my upcoming novel is called The Big Crazy Stuff. Here's the first line. Look out below, said Bartholomew as he stood on top of the mountain. Thru- what was that ding? That, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm going to start again. That I'm really getting, fucked yeah. me up. I'm it's really text. hard to focus if there's just a random noise coming into well, you your said ear. I could answer two calls. I, I'm just, I it just really that. threw me off, and I take this seriously. Oh, my, apolo- my apologies. My book's called The Big Crazy Stuff. 
Look out below, shouted Bartholomew as he stood atop the mountain, looking down at the townspeople cowering below. Rock after rock hurtled down at them from Bartholomew's large arms, which he used to throw the rocks at them. This'll teach them not to be the jerks they are to me, which is what they were, causing me to run away to the top of this mountain. Uh, why am I even shouting, look out below, for I want to crush them with these rocks. And also, I'm a metaphor for imperialism. And that's the first sentence. That's the first sentence. You yes. said that's the first sentence. Yes. Wow, that is a run on sentence. I'll give you a little hint, dies at the end of that page. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. I love it. Uh, should I do mine? By process of elimination? Yes. Here we go. So my upcoming book is entitled... The mystery of Jackson's death, a whodunit. And the first line is, Gary, Gary done it. It is also the last line in the book. Oh, wow. Very short wow. book. I love that. Yeah. See, that would be a poem. I, did, I just made a poem? Think about fla- flash fiction. We know that. We're aware of that. Yeah. Poetry is a more condensed, more concise understanding. Mm. Of I just did a poem. Fiction. I think so. So wait, if Michael and I were zero to zero, that means I got one? There's no- so I won... I won. I got one. You have zero. I won. That can't be. That can't be true. Anthony Table, double check the scores. There's no scores. Well, let me see yeah. that sheet you've got. The sheet's for me. Oh, I want to see the numbers no. because I want to see who's... The no, sheet's give me for that. me. Give me that. Just let him see the sheet. Okay. Okay. Here it's drawn. It is a map to... looks like a map to northwestern Massachusetts, and it's a drawing, and it says, tag sale this weekend only. I was doodling. Low, low prices. I, I was doodling. Is it? Has it got any uh, stuff listed on there? It says um, blouses, Birkenstocks, and more. Uh huh. That uh, that does remind me. I've I have one more oh, okay. poem. Okay, this will be a good I, way to I, go out. I, I, I read. Sure. You oh have yeah. To go out Please. <clears throat> this is just uh, to go out on for for your listeners. For me, reminding you of that, I get another point. Okay, great. You know what? At this tie, point, I'm just desperate to read. <laughs> so uh, okay. I was told my publicist said I'd have a lot more chance to read. Uh, okay, this is called. Smi- you could have read faster. That's fair. You know what? That's fair, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> this so, song. Sorry. This, this poem, rather, this mm-hmm. poem is called "Smiling Draped in Blue and Green." My wife's old dress is beautiful to me, blue and green to about the knees. I'm selling my wife's blue and green dress that was in my shed. She, that's, uh, she unfortunately passed away. How? She was shot. <laughs> oh, my Please God. Please stop. Well, oh. I guess uh, before we go, Michael and I will quickly do uh, rock, paper, scissors to see who won because we tied. Okay. So ready? There's rock, no- paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. We both did scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. We both, both did, did paper, paper. Rock, <laughs> paper, scissors, shoot. Both did rock. Hey, Anthony, could you narrate what's going on? Because <laughs> we're busy. Did, being yeah, we just want to find out who won the podcast. Okay, so, yeah. fair. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Michael. Oh, okay. I won. Paper beats rock. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, better luck next time, Michael. And that's the end of that chapter. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram 
at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.